Before we turn to the word, I would like to I can't be a big blessing to people if I'm poor and broke and depressed and I don't feel good about myself. Are they which are persecuted for righteousness. I believe in a literal burning Bible hell just as strongly as I believe in a beautiful heaven. No, no, no. Not God bless America. The Bible means a lot to me, but I don't want to get into specifics. And pray this simple prayer, Lord, speak to me. Did you see that only one week after we did a huge expose on this very podcast about mm-hmm. uh, pastors being predators, mm-hmm. the Houston Chronicle released like a six-part series on how every single Southern Baptist ever is a, is a pedophile? Yeah, but we knew that. <laughs> I know, but it's just like, damn, they, if they had hit us with that knowledge, you know, even a week yeah. earlier, right? It could have yeah, exactly. been so much more robust. Yeah, yeah, that really does take the wind out of our sails. It's like, you know, because we, we, we mentioned that one guy that did it, and now there's this, and, you know, we don't want to repeat ourselves too often. I mean, we yeah. do talk about priests raping kids and using positions of authority while they spread nonsense into children's brains as an excuse to rape them. We yeah. talk about that a bit. But this is like we kind of I don't know. It, it's like it's like that one priest raping a kid was like a little snack. And yeah. I didn't realize that a whole buffet was coming down the pipe. <laughs> you wouldn't have eaten the snack. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I would have I would have saved myself for dinner if I know we could have made fun right. of that. But <sighs> I know. But you know, I still like to cover it because I feel like sometimes Catholics take all the heat, and they should take plenty of heat. <laughs> right. But we got to remember, our prosperity gospel guys, our evangelicals, they're up right. in those kids too. They're, they're deep in those kids, deep in them kids. Yeah, you just know. fucking busting uh, and praying. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> just in there greasing them up and whatever the fuck it is that they do. Yeah. I mean, we're we're, we're going to turn into cuties if we keep this going. <laughs> Just, just grabbing those kids from behind. They're clawing at the door. No, no, no. Let's set the scene. I'm stepping on his little cape or whatever the fuck they wear. I don't know what they wear. <laughs> uh, good talk. Oh man, why does anyone? I don't know. I, I grew up pretty laissez-faire, as people can imagine. I wasn't raised exactly properly, but no, uh, I, I certainly didn't have enough uh, restrictions on my activities when I was growing up as a kid, but definitely wasn't allowed alone near priests. Oh, that, yeah. was a, that was a big no-no. Um, but It is crazy the way some parents just kind of offer their kids up. I mean, they know. They yeah. know a lot. Like, like, and not this is parallel, but that, uh, that whole expose with the doctor, the gymnastics doctor. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the parents, he, he was molesting kids in front of the parents. Like, yeah. I don't know how... Well, I mean, what you have stupid fucking parents. I think you have bystander syndrome, and then you also have like their um, bystander effect or whatever. And then you also have maybe kind of like fear of retribution or whatever. Like, sure. like you just, I mean, you know, at that point, I, I feel like gymnastics teachers and like uh, uh, child actors and stuff like that. There's a general vibe of, hey, this is my child, but he's also my product. And yeah, my weight of money, it. you know, and, you know, my trophy, you know? Sure, sure. So It's like it, child pageantry, all that shit. Yeah. Uh, so they, with, they do it with sports. Yeah. So it's almost like you would, I, I would imagine that 
parents of gymnastics and child actors and the like, you know, pageant kids and stuff, it, it's almost like a prized pig at market. You sure. know, where maybe someone's rough handling your pig, but you're like, well, yeah, but that's his job. He's trying to buy it. And yeah. Get me ribbons. And they're like, know? honestly, she looks like she likes it. <laughs> so so if you're if she's like holding on for dear life on the obstetrician's table and he's just three fingers deep. Okay, like, yeah. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> Stop. You know, and, you, and your dad's Stop. just <laughs> watching from the corner. Like, what's that about? And he's like, he's like checking for cysts. And he's I like, knew that me making an edgy joke was not going to go well because you're just going to go further. <laughs> you know, I don't know why. Like he's fucking wrist deep, and he's like calling oh, you no. the next week. Like I lost my watch. And you're like, yeah, now here you go. You're See, not going to call f- that out. It's, it's not even funny. It's just pure shock. <laughs> like that's all you're going for here. It's not even a joke. I'm just, I'm just saying when you're watching that doctor fucking losing his gloves up in there. Yeah. No, I can hurt like, you the first you time. Know, and he's just like, he's just like, yeah, this is what I do. And she's like, I don't think this is right. And it's like, okay, well, who are you going to listen to? The fucking doctor or your 11-year-old kid that I'm finger-banging in front of her parents? Well, I'm just going to say, we're gonna definitely going to have a fight later about whether or not this is getting deleted. <laughs> <laughs> listen, we're not for the pedophiles. I'm just uh, saying, you know, predators be predating. You just did a cu- cuties. <laughs> you did a cuties. You got too yeah. graphic, even though you're against them. You no, became, no, no. I, I, you look, became look, what you feared most. That's what happened. We're not, you we're, not help, we're not no. helping the fucking victims by helping to cover up their crimes. That's how they got in that place in the first <clears> way. You're doing like a pedophile audio drama fan fiction. No, here. no, I'm just saying the whole like, oh, don't talk about it, don't talk about it, is how they got in that position in the first place, Grant. All right, well, we need to get to the Bible. I'm just going to say she this had, If she had posted on Twitter, hey, guys, is it normal for my doctor to fucking one in the pink and two in the stink? People would have been like, that's not right. You need to see yeah. a different doctor. I just feel like you're, you're, you've you stared too long into this abyss just in this episode now. <laughs> it's The abyss is staring back, leaving God knows what upon your dreadful mind. I will, I will say this. There has been instances, I'll tell you, especially for, like, white supremacy, yeah. Originally, I thought it was like I would I would get deep into the culture to make fun of it satirically, yeah. you know. And now you're actually racist. Now I'm an actual white supremacist. Oh my god! I don't okay. like it. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> the Bible. you know, I'm I'm a product of my environment. You know, this is good. Double canceled in one episode. <laughs> you know, Listen, I didn't, everyone can I didn't, hear me putting up a fight, right? For the record, I I I saw I saw Trump holding up those Goya cans. I'm like, you're gonna do that to me, homie. You're going to betray our people, you piece of shit? Yeah, that was a bold one. Uh, so I've come the, all the way back around. I'm too white supremacist for Trump. That's where I'm at. I still hate <laughs> Trump, but just because he's not white supremacist enough. Nice. You're attacking him from the other side. I, heard he, I heard he cheated on his wife with uh, Mexican women once. So Can't have that. Gotta be uh, them white porn stars, Mr. Trump, if you want to have my vote. Sure. That you cheat on your wife with, raw dogging so, her, and then using your campaign finances to pay for abortions. Better not be some some mixed breed kid that yeah. you kill, that you murder. Well, every dollar he spent on abortions with uh, porn stars is a dollar right. that he can't spend on. Uh, I don't know, picking a Supreme Court nominee. I don't know what. I don't know how money or presidency works. Yeah, uh, can we talk? Can we talk about Second Kings? <laughs> yeah, it's about time. Speaking of. Speaking of Second Kings, this is the uh, a Revelations podcast, and I don't know if you'll notice it, but this is a recap episode. Who knows? I don't. I yeah. don't pay attention. But quick but. and easy today, we just want to go back and look at the last fourteen episodes. I think 
that were, yeah. uh, were yeah. in Second Kings. That's a lot. What's content. weird is I feel like the recap, even though I feel like the episodes took a long time to get through, the recap is going to be fucking nothing. Yeah, it's and stupid. I'm worried about Chronicles as a result, but um, but let's get into it. Uh, j- just to sum up the summary a little bit. Yeah, uh, a bunch of Jews lived in. Uh, well, not a bunch of Jews. A bunch of farmers lived in Turkey. They came yeah. down. They had a bunch of kids. They became. Uh, you know, this guy Jacob named himself Israel, had a bunch of kids, went to Egypt with his kids, came back as a tribe. <laughs> slavery. God takes them out of slavery from Egypt, puts them into Israel, leaves them to their own devices. It sucks. Yeah. And now at the end of this last chapter, God is like, you know what? I've decided I thought I could let you self rule. I've decided I'm against that. I'm actually putting you back into slavery. And Second Kings ends up with all the Jews getting just carted off to different nations as slaves. But That's Judah especially being sent to Babylon. They're bottoming out once again as a people, right? <laughs> They're hitting the bottom of the barrel. They don't have anybody, any friends around. They're surrounded by empty Jim Bean bottles. That's We've what you mean by there. bottoming out? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were going back to the doctor thing. No. I'm talking about hitting the bottom, rock bottom. Okay. So they're sitting there on the ground, like I said, surrounded by uh, empty bottles, right? Sure. Some syringes, I, I am sure. I've right? bottomed out before, yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I bottom out every night. <laughs> so See, we're thinking of two different things. But they're, in a rough, they're in a rough spot. Let's uh, talk about what has most more recently happened, right? So second kings, first kings, right? Why are there two kings? I don't know, but they wanted to split it up. The book of First Kings ends as David dies, and then we see a huge decline in the culture with a few rule breakers, but for the most part, just going downhill. Second Kings begins just after the death of Ahab, and so you're like, okay, this is a rock bottom for Israel. Surely now we're going to rebound. No, we just keep getting worse. So it... it it felt like Second Kings was kind of like a, hey, okay, Ahab's dead. Maybe we can get on track. That doesn't happen at all. It just gets worse and worse. Israel gets taken over at some point in Second Kings um, and are completely wiped out. It's down just to Judah. Uh, but I think also Benjamin, right? It doesn't Benjamin live with Judah? Technically, uh, Benjamin's to the north. I mean, it was it was always. Oh, that's right. Someone else lives with Judah, though. Benjamin. It was Benjamin and Judah, I thought. No, 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 no. Because Saul was a Benjamite. That's right. Judah so and someone else lived in was, Judah. Yeah, I think it was, it was it was Judah and one of the people to the south. We obviously should know this because yeah. Well, we haven't talked about tribes I think it's in a Naphtali. long time. I think it's yeah, Naphtali. That sounds like right. That. Yeah. Um, really we, we haven't talked about the tribes in forever because it kind of seems like it's not really a thing anymore, right? Like they've lost track. I think of which already uh, in the eight hundred or so years it's been since um, Joseph was around. Those boys, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I think we had it was about fifteen hundred years from Jacob to this point. You yeah, know? like uh, around thereabouts, where God's like, "You're my chosen people," and then He's like, "Guess what? You're fucked. I, yeah. I'm, I'm kicking you out." You know, honeymoon period's over. We're divorced. That does suck. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So in this book, we've seen Ahab. We've seen uh, Elijah get to go up to heaven. Um. We see That's Elisha kind of take over. He, uh, yeah. If you remember the story of the the boys getting the bears chase, chasing um, them down, yeah. that was a pretty good highlight. Yeah. Um, my I, as seen, we mentioned then, my Bible was like, yeah, but I mean, yes, they were technically children, but they were thugs. Yeah. So God tried them as adults. 
Yep. We don't. Hey, judge, jury, all of it. Boom. Yeah. Send the bearers. That's what I say. Yeah. He was like, wait a minute. I heard they did a crime five years ago. Let's get him. Well, that's all it takes. Uh, you know, court of public opinion, my dude. So, yeah, we have Jezebel for a while. Um, she was pretty awful. That was Second Kings. Kind of taught us a lesson about women being in a power, right? Not good. Not great. Yeah, right. Great. No, I mean, let's talk. Let's talk lessons of kings. One, we had. There, there was a couple of mixed bags, but I think one of the general themes of Second Kings was the "I fucked up. Let me tear my clothes and cry about it to God," and God being like, "Okay." So maybe maybe we've identified the emotionally manipulative nature of prayer. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. Also, women are generally speaking wicked. Was there a good woman? I mean, we've had Ruth. There was the um, prophet. The prophet at the end of the story was a woman. Oh, was a woman, yeah. But, but she, she was kind really, of a non-character. She was kind of a non-character. It's not like she was good. She was just a prophet. She was like, by the way, God said you're fucked. I feel like to be a prophet, you have to be good, right? Well, there was that one prophet that tricked that other prophet. I feel like they're like uh, Judge Dredd. This, I feel like they're uh, not Judge Dredd, but the judges from the Judge Dredd cinema. Sure. Where or the judges from the judges. judges. But some are good judges, some are bad yeah. judges. It's also like from the book Judges that we just read <laughs> But I, I feel like they have this link with God that means that they have to be, like, somewhat better. Even if they still end up doing something shitty, I feel like in the day-to-day, they're probably living, a, like, a more correctly Jewish. You know? it, it is kind of weird, just 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 rambling, kind of, is that... Well, yeah, that's uh, what Was it do. Samuel? Was it first Samuel, second Samuel? No, it would have been... Uh, uh, maybe it was... Joshua or the end of the the Ro- what Deuteronomy? story are you talking about? I'm talking about where God tells the people, "Hey, Noah is the last true prophet that I speak to." Man oh, to I think man. it was Moses. It was definitely to Moses. I just can't remember when that story was. Yeah, it would have been because uh, it was like right before Moses Deuteronomy died. Probably, yeah. It was like right before Moses died, where Moses went on that farewell tour, where he's getting picked up and carried to mountains, and is like, "Look at me, look at me." Yeah. Um, Last hurrah before the end of the next series where he moves on to movies instead of TV series. Um, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, you were great. You were great on The Office. It's time to go do bigger and better things. Yeah, 40-year-old virgin, baby. Yeah. Um, my, my, my point is, is that God, when he, when he, but right before he kills Moses with his bare hands, um, he's like, hey, Moses, just so you're aware, just tell all the people you're the last true prophet. I will talk to you. Every other prophet, I'm going to come as like a whisper or like some some magic vision or like I'm going to show up as if I'm like in a piece of toast or something. And yeah. they're going to get it from that. Yeah. And then kind of going forward with like Elijah, Elisha and these other ones, there, there's no real mention of that. They just speak for God. And we don't really get into how God speaks to them or. What yeah, that, that does suck, is. huh? I kind of want to know. Would be a fly on the wall. You know. Because it, it does seem like there's like a little bit of back and forth. It almost sounds like, uh, you know, like the prophets are standing there with a telephone. Be like, hold on, what's this? Oh, yeah, he says uh, he says you're going to die. You know, he says he says Israel's smashed. Uh, by the way, you, you got seven days before. Well, yeah, and it's, it's not shit. just it's not just little like signs and, you know, auguries or whatever that they're reading. Like it's got to be it's pretty complex stuff. Like it's clear that God is in some way talking to them. Yeah. Not just like chicken bones or whatever. Because we know. haven't, you just don't hear a prophet. There, there were some. Well, have we had prophetic dreams in Kings at all? I it feel is, like maybe, maybe we don't know. I don't know because it, it definitely sounds like God's like like the guy like um, I'm trying to think of that guy from uh, 
Assyria, who had the leprosy that Elisha cured. Yeah, you know the, where he comes general. up. Yeah, where he comes up, and then like Elijah's like, "Oh, don't tell him to do it. I, I told you not to. Take, don't take his money. I, you got this. I got this." You know, it, it seemed like a lot of people were just talking for God without yeah. really conferring with him. And then you have some prophets that are definitely like, "Oh, by the way, God told me you're fucked, or God told me this." And yeah, I mean, uh, Elijah definitely talked with God because he was the one that got the whole message about, um, you know, Israel's going to be wiped out. Right. I mean, that was very specific. Yeah, it, I don't know. And then you have the man of God who was like, by the way, Josiah's going to burn some bones and smash an altar and stuff, you know? So you had kind of weird... Yeah. Uh, prophets are kind of... It just seems like their power's all over the fucking place. It's also confusing because sometimes when it says man of God, it means prophet. I think sometimes it means angel. Like... Yeah, I don't know. I think it's pretty clear when they were putting this together that they weren't sure, I guess. Maybe that's the answer, is that whoever wrote this wasn't a prophet. What I will also say is this, is that kings compared to, like, Samuel, kings definitely seems much better put together. They definitely have the north side, south side, two yeah. different parallel stories that they have to kind of do in different tangents. Um because they don't overlap perfectly, but compared to Samuel, which was a big bag of dicks chronologically, oh, yeah. you know, where they would be like, and then this guy died, and then the next story is that guy's story about for like him. ten years, you know, you know, um, King Siege much more, at least put together well. Yeah, but, I don't know, and I think it's going to get even more that way, more like cold. That's why it's called fucking Chronicles, right? I mean, the, I think the <laughs> I name says it all. I, I guess. Uh, other themes. Uh, so we already talked that women are shit, of course. Yes. Uh, we've talked that, uh, I don't know, we really discussed that Jews are shit. I feel like that's the main theme. Yeah. Is. Uh, that the chosen people are just as fallible as the run-of-the-mill shitty civilizations and i feel like because because we, we're, we're recording this right on top of when we're gonna start recording chronicles so yeah. i had to normally we do a recap i have no idea what's coming next but i, I have had to read ahead and uh the, the only thing i really want to bring into that is that um what chronicles what the Bi- when the bible's going into chronicles one of the things my concordance is like quick to mention is that the first part of Chronicles is a large history. I don't want to get too much into it, but the Bible's like, yeah, technically we're talking about all these people, but only in the context to really talk about David and the Jews. Yeah. As as like, like trying to find some excuse for why there's this whole nation of people, you know, the Canaanites, the Assyrians, the Babylonians, which according to Chronicles all came from, which makes sense, but came from Noah. You know, and it kind of, yeah. as it starts to break into Noah's lineage, like where people came from and shit. But, you know, at some point God was like, no, 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 I, fuck Ham, I'm with Shem, fuck Edom, I'm with Israel, fuck these guys, I'm with these guys. It, 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 you know, why these very specific group of people whom are garbage? Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously the answer is they lived. Yeah, right. I guess. Well, well, as part of God's the, the interesting thing about my Bible is they explain it like, well, yeah, the uh, my Bible's oddly anti-Semitic, I think, because yeah. it's like, yeah, technically oh, the Jews were garbage, but that was just because this was all part of God's promise for Christ. Like, if you take yeah. away the Christ story, it's like, yeah, what was he doing? But if you if you throw that hail mary redemptive story at the end, it makes sense, I guess. I don't know, retcons. Sh- sure. No, there's definitely a uh, like a patronizing element to the way Christianity a lot of Christians, evangelical Christians, I think, see the Jews mm-hmm. as like, oh, like, yeah, you're kind of cousins in the family, but like, you don't really know. You're kind of dumb. 
Like yeah. you really th- oh you thought gee, you thought that Christ hadn't already come. You're still waiting on him. You idiots, you know, there's definitely you know, a feeling. It, it's just kind of like the way my Bible's concordance treats this period of time. Like, yeah, there was a bunch of people doing a bunch of evil stuff. And there's instances where God, I guess, explains his values and his mind, you know, where he's like, oh, you were killing kids? Well, watch me send all my other kids. I don't like it when the king of Israel burns children alive. So I'm going to let another nation come and burn all my kids alive. Yeah, and have them raped and capped off to you know carted off to captivity. Yeah, yeah. And, and speaking them. of speaking of that, uh, something that's always disturbed me about this, and and maybe the writers didn't think it was important, but we hear about these awful things that the kings are doing, um, which are what you know point zero 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 one percent of the population. What the <laughs> fuck is up with all the people? Right, like they get largely left out of the story. We know that in some regard they're like in the high places or whatever Mm -hmm. some of them are definitely doing wrong but are they really in general um is kind of the question that i never see answered uh it is an interesting question uh, because so are we done with the con will israel ever get a king again or is this the end uh i think so i I don't maybe not are they destroyed essentially as a nation nation for the time being and will they ever like bind forces enough that they can get a king? so they do they do in like more modern times. Mm-hmm. There are definitely Jewish kings historically post Bible though, okay. so that's tough. All right, because it, it to, to, for people who don't maybe necessarily remember, God has a specific stance on kings that we covered in Samuel. That's very kind of weird. Is that God was like, well, you know, I gave you an entire priesthood and the Levites, and I already gave you leaders, quote unquote. But because you're so jealous that other nations have kings, you're going to make one or demand yeah. it. And then I'm going to give you a king that sucks. Yeah, it's funny. And it's it's. I think it's supposed to kind of parallel idol worship, right? Like having the the human – It's it, there's probably some interesting like uh, critical decisions or critical thought to be done here of having a king is kind of – needing a physical embodiment of leadership because you can't just trust God in the same way that you want to build an altar because you need a way to look at him. You need, Mm -hmm. you want to have grounded things, right? We want to have poles that we can worship and all, you know, our fancy altars and like, it needs to be tangible for us, I think. And God made us that way, presumably, right? right? (laughs) Which is kind of funny. But to test Um, us so he could have our children carved away and made into eunuchs, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. So I just think it's kind of fascinating is that like, kings are just another way of kind of setting up a god on earth for us, I would imagine, right? I mean, every king has been that way, uh, even like into Europe and et cetera, that there's like a divine mandate for them. Um, So there's a a weird god to king pipeline. I mean, and I know God, sometimes I wonder, like God's like, oh, you just want kings because you're so jealous of the other nations. That sounds like a bullshit reason. Like it, it sounds like God wasn't listening. You know, like, like he just heard, like, he was just like, what? Shut up. Like, it's like an inattentive husband, you know, where she just complained, complained, complained. She's like, I really want to go here. And he's like, oh, why? Because your friends went. And he's like, no, I had a whole <laughs> fucking litany of reasons. You just bitch and you're just a bitch and you just want to be like your friends. Like, all right, you're not really listening to me, are you? Yeah, like, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, like it's, I have reasons. 
It sounds like the Levitical line. First of all, not that great. Aaron's line was kind of shitty. It, it, the priests are not infallible by any means necessary, you know. So I can understand them being like, you know what? I, we've tried it where it's this loose affiliation of priests with no real hierarchy that sort of tell us how to live our lives, you know? Uh, yeah. And these sort of like pseudo hippie communes that we exist in. And we just want to have some authoritative structure that helps keep us safe from outsiders and centralizes our government. And all that stuff makes sense beyond just we're jealous of the Assyrian, you know, the, the Canaanites. Yeah, or whatever. yeah, you look around and you see structure and form. And, like, yeah. I mean, that's what, you, that's what civilization did, right? It's a, I mean, this Bible really, at its, I think, anthropological core is the story of a civilization, you know. And, and kind of an odd way of it, I feel like early Israel – was like early America, where you have these yeah. disjointed states, a confederacy, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Hey, if we're gonna fight off, uh, you know, France, we're gonna need to have a federal government and a centralized army and stuff that we can actually work together, as opposed to just, hey, if Naphtali gets invaded, maybe send some guys, yeah, hey, or, if- or hey, uh, the Benjamites are out raping again. You know? <laughs> yeah, the Benjamites <laughs> are out raping again. We really need to have some higher court. <laughs> yeah, yeah." I love that the Benjamites are out raping, and they're like, well, we got to do, like, Judah's like, we got to do something about the Benjamites. And they're like, I think the Benjamites will just investigate themselves and <laughs> fight and see if they had fault, you know? That is interesting. And, and to expand on it, I mean, is that human that we try to keep centralizing power more and more? Like, look at America, right? We, mm-hmm. we started out, like you said, as uh, some disjointed like a confederacy of states mm-hmm. move towards a federal government. And our government has only moved power away from legislature, away from like the representative end towards like a stronger executive uh, position. Like is eventually that going to break just like it did for the, for the Jews? Like, is that the cycle? I, don't I, know. I mean, you kind of, I mean, not to get too political in the, you know, we, yeah. we like to keep politics at least out of the sure, Bible sure, sure. part of it. This but, is, this is abstract politics. Yeah. Not- but you can almost kind of see where it's like California telling Texas how to do shit. And you're like, well, we're just going to make the federal government do it to you, you know, yeah, or, or yeah. you know, and it's like, well, Judah's like, well, we're going to keep being Judah and doing Ju- just Judah things. And like, you can tell, like, um, you know, some of the other ones were like, Simeon was like, no, 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 we're going to, we, we didn't, we didn't have a king so that we can stop you guys from doing what you want to do in your country because we don't like it over here. Yeah. Shit. Well, the Benjamites were raping. Let's not. <laughs> like, the Benjamites were raping people to death and then yeah. investigated themselves and were like, we found no. They acted within uh, protocol. You know? Yeah. We don't and know the what the story that, of that them, that like, stealing the women later. Yeah. That woman like weren't the, no angel. Woman, yeah. I think they needed a higher court. I'm going to say yeah. it. They need some type of <sighs> uh, investigative judicial body that investigates them. You know? Yeah. Some third party, but anyway, whatever that 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 should all, all notwithstanding, uh, it, it's kind of interesting. But anyway, uh, the point is, is that for whatever reason, according to God, jealousy. But for whatever reason, they decided to create a central government with a king who mandates that they pay taxes to, who can raise a personal army with a central authoritative power that defends them from outsiders, which sounds cool to me. Especially Maybe. at this time. I mean, because what's the alternative? Like, oh, don't worry. Trust God that he'll send a magic plague that kills them. I mean, yes. That in this story. That is exactly it is, what it is. Exactly, that is yeah. these story. Yeah. Um, that they should. They shouldn't have needed God. They should have just kept. You know, as part of this. Part of this is populism overtaking the theocracy, I think, too. Because the priest had a complete round turn on the civilization, right? They ran the entire fucking show. They were judge. They were the fucking... Uh, just made decisions, all of it. 
So as people were like, no, we don't want the priests who we know are corrupt. Let's face it. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think power retaining that much power, gets you into weird shit like raping kids. So they, uh, Eventually, the people outcried for a king. This isn't really the story of God getting mad. It's the story of the priest class getting mad that they weren't good enough to be leaders, that the people wanted to have a populist uh, revolution, basically, to elect a king. Pissed everyone off. Well, I think one of the things we're also kind of mentioning, uh, we're missing from the equation, is the period of judges. Like, kings didn't just sure. happen immediately. There was a period It was period like tribal of- type. There was a period of yeah. time where they tried it, tribal, with the priests yeah. leading, you know, and, and God sending specialized, super-powered people to defend them, you know, and then you get people like Samson who will just rape your bitch, you know, yeah. and then kill a Not bunch a of Philistines guy. for fun, and then gets his eyes plucked out. So even then, they're like, oh, that was guys, God's power? Like, the guy who got his eyes sliced open and then yeah. made into a sex slave? Like, I don't know. I, I can I can be like, yeah, this isn't working out. And then a bunch of Benjamites rape a woman, and it isn't even like... You know, why didn't God stop that? Yeah. A bunch of dudes rape a woman to death and God's like, well, I mean, I wasn't looking. I wasn't, I'm, I'm not, I'm not on 24 seven, you guys. You know? It was part of the plan. <laughs> That's what they like to say. Yeah. But it's all it, part of God's plan. It's almost like asking like, hey, why don't these people trust their like local police force, you know? And you're like, well, you see what they do. You know, like, <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. I mean, you know, why, why are they out rioting? <laughs> <laughs> Why can't they just be nice about this? You know, it's like, well, it hasn't really worked out for suck. them. You know? yeah, for sure. But um, it was quite a bumpy ride. But, you know, they did the, get there. They got to their kings. And God, did the king suck. Yeah. This is I, just a it was like a drum roll of, of a fully automatic king gun just spraying out hot lead king loads. Yeah, you got that. it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just well, saying it was like. Boom, 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 boom. Just these guys were awful. Well, if we think about judges where God was raising up these little guys here and there to protect certain tribes from invaders yeah. or outside forces or slavery or whatever. And then you have kings where it's like, okay, well, now you have one guy who's in charge of the entire nation, but he's not better than the judges. He's doing the exact same shit. I, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like judges. Is, I, I, when I think about judges now in context of what we've been talking about. I feel like judges is like when we did let God in control, and it still sucked, but yeah. at least the nations kind of at least existed. Like, yeah, some people sometimes people are going to get raped to death by a tribe, and that's just that's the price we pay, you know. Well, it's funny because God keeps hearkening back to you know saying, "Oh, you know, you you strayed, you strayed mm-hmm. away from my plan, from following what I wanted you to do." But then, yeah, like you said, you look back to let's say the Moses era, mm-hmm. where they're wandering around the, in the desert. Things weren't great under God, and they were listening. They were following him day to day, you know. Right. They were co- literally just following him physically. So, like, wasn't great then either. I don't know. <laughs> it's like, at what point were things good for them? I guess that it is kind of curious that God holds them to such a standard because there was a time where He left them for four hundred years to suffer under slavery. Yep. And then was like, oh, by the way, I'm going to send a guy that I just I'm going to send Moses. He's just going to be your day to day contact. Who can speak to God literally? Also, I'm living in your camp, and yeah. it also sucks. The best thing you have is a boring lifestyle wandering the desert, where I create uh, uh, dirt bread that you can eat. You know? <laughs> yeah, which like yeah, rough. 
And then he leaves them their own devices, and they suck, and they're killing each other. And he's just like, "Yeah, that sounds fine to me. I don't. I'm not going to get involved." And then they finally, like, you know what? Fuck this shit. We're we're done. We're just going to handle this business ourselves and elect a king. And he's meddling and making people crazy and making Saul depressed and stuff like that. It just, I don't know. Yeah, just inserting himself in the weirdest spots for sure. No right. rhyme or reason. It, uh. it it just doesn't sound like he gave Israel a fair shot. Or raised them up properly, or put them in a position for success, and instead beat them down, beat them down until finally he's basically like what the CIA did to the inner cities, you know, yeah. where they yeah. created and white people, I guess, not, not to leave them out of the cold. They had their part to play too, but like yeah. you created this environment where now you're just coming and be like, oh, you guys, I, I gave, I did everything I could do to keep you down, and now that I'm taking hands off, I'm now going to send you all to prison. Yeah. I That's about it. You. So cool, cool. Not Have you guys a, heard of crack? Not a good look. Not a good look. <laughs> but uh, what else did we get out of Second Kings? Is that it? That's basically it. I so, hated it. To wrap up, they they sucked. God didn't like them. There were some good ones here and there. We got Hezekiah. Uh, was it Asa? Was another one of the good Asa ones? Asa was good. Hezekiah was good. Uh, there was another A. Josiah. It's either Ahab Josiah or Ahaz, good. but I can't remember which one yeah. was good and which one was bad. I think. Ahab was good and Ahaz was bad, but I can't remember. It's, it could be either or. Yeah, Josiah was the last good one, though. He right. was the one that renewed the covenant, tried to save the fucking ship from sinking, didn't have a, a strong enough bilge pump, though. So, down have- <laughs> <laughs> you gotta maintain your bilge pump, guys. Yeah. Uh, what else? What else? That's basically it. And now, uh, one of the things I want to touch about, kind of getting to the end there, is that a while ago, yeah. the, the Israel was captured by the Assyrians. And the land of Israel was then populated by Samaritans, which we're calling a mixed group of people that were captured from Assyria. Yeah, yeah, just transplants, refugees. And and maybe we'll cover that in the following chapters, which kind of revisit it. But we don't really see what happens to the Assyrians. We, the Assyrians captured, t- uh, what, 10 out of the 12 tribes of Israel yeah. and took them someplace and then repopulated their land. And then somehow in the time span of a couple of generations, Babylonia, Babylon has taken over that area and then captured Judah. So it's almost, I mean, two different nations split up Israel or the Jews yeah. and took them to different places. And I don't really, we haven't really touched on what happened to the rest of them. Yeah. I mean, the geography here is all pretty stunted compared to like, you know, most history where you're dealing with these huge areas this is the levant is pretty tight-knit so i feel like even though yeah they were exiled over here the judeans are getting exiled over here it's all kind of i don't know Uh, they went this is definitely what started like the idea of diaspora though right of like uh they're still a people i guess they're still recognizing themselves um even when they get split up which is not necessarily common right a lot of groups will just kind of end up melding um yeah, I mean, not everyone, not everyone, of course, but right, right, right. But um, I mean, maybe that's maybe that's something we'll cover. Is that definitely? I think we definitely have the vibe that the Samaritans, especially in contrast to the Jews, are a mixed group of people who all just worship their own gods and do their yeah. own thing and seemingly live in peace. You know, and yeah, it must be nice. The Jews make such a big deal about being isolated and unique and different, and we worship our god. Like, hey, do you want to worship these poles? And, I mean, obviously before kings, they were like, no, Some fuck you and know. your poles. But now they're like, poles. Like, poles are cool, you know? Yeah. But uh, so it's interesting. But uh, so, yeah, I was wondering whatever happened to those Jews that were taken by the Assyrians now that Assyria has been kind of curb stopped by Babylon. But I guess we'll find out later. 
Yeah, we're not going to find out soon, I don't think, because this, you know, this uh, Second Kings ends with the exile starting, right? Judah right. is gone, Israel's gone, there's captivity in Babylon, and then we cut to Chronicles, which of course is just a recap, basically, of everything we've done so far. So we're going to spend like a couple months <laughs> going back over all the same shit. Well, see, I don't even know. I was going to say, well, we'll talk about it Hopefully later. a we'll, month, but we'll figure it out. I hope it's just two weeks, is what I'm shooting for. <laughs> Let's just One pay book it each. out, but... Okay. We'll see. Well, we'll, we'll see figure how that we out. Feel. Yeah, we'll not hurt you, audience. But, you're in safe. You're in good something, hands. Something else to notice, and I don't know how significant it is because again, Babylon took over the land by Assyria, essentially, or at least a large part of it. Yeah. So, I'm sure there's some mixing of Israel and Judah in those uh, concentration camps or whatever. Yeah. But, um, you know, the Bible that we're reading. Was the at least Second Kings and Samuel is allegedly written during the Babylonian captivity, where it is primarily Judeans. So there's a lot of you could infer from the biases and why Judah's so much better than Israel in the yeah. Bible. Is they didn't even write themselves that good though? It's kind of sad. <laughs> low self esteem. Well, when you're in prison for being such pieces of shit, quote unquote, <laughs> because you're God, I mean, I don't know how good your story is going to be. Yeah, you can't be like, well, so I got here because I rock. <laughs> <laughs> What am I? Too cool for school. That's what it is. Like, no, no, no. You're you're a 16 year old with a baby. You you've done. <laughs> you did fuck up. Don't. Uh, yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's Second Kings. Fuck that book. <laughs> I think. Uh, do we? Uh, do I do the Twitter? Yeah. What's our Twitter account? All right. If you don't already follow us on Twitter at Bible Pimps. And uh, you can feel free to send us an email as well at revelationspodcast at gmail.com.